Hello my lovelies, I'm Jay Akrenensai and these are going to be our Libra Eclipse messages. I decided to do them for the individual signs. Now there's loads of reasons for this and you're going to get those messages in other videos. Um, hopefully you guys have watched the Libra seasonals. Remember I said at the beginning of the Libra seasonals that they were just a place to begin. There were loads of other messages coming through. I've also started doing the weekly Aquarian insights, which is my messages and when and where I can, I will share them from an astrological point of view or a tarot point of view or an energetic point of view. But even if I can't, I plan to share whatever I'm picking up about the collective. I'm all about the collective at the moment, as some of you guys know. Now, this Libra solar eclipse that's coming up and it's happening on the 14th of October. Um, I think it's early evening here. Maybe it's like just before 7 p.m. in the evening in the UK. I think you'll have to double check that check it out and that's my mum's birthday as well that libra solar eclipse it feels and i mean that literally as a feeling you guys know i work in energies it feels really significant for me personally and collectively so rather than doing it as one big video i decided to do these as individual videos this intro will be on all the videos the reason is i want to take my time with them i want to be able to read the oracle cards which i don't do when i do that mega video so I'm using Alice the Wonderland, which I'm quite surprised that deck offered itself up for these. And I'm using the Oracle of Visions, which I like to use when I'm going for intuitive messages. In the same vein, that's the reason I'm using Lenormand for this, not Tarot, because with the Lenormand, it's a sandbox that I love for my intuitive messages. And that's kind of what I'm feeling around this as well. This is going to be that new moon energy on steroids. And in that vein, then I would look at this as a six month cycle. Now, what does that mean? It means this is a solar eclipse in Libra that we're having in Libra season. There will be a lunar eclipse or how I see this kind of cycle going to is when there'll be the moon in Libra in Aries season. So that's a six month cycle. So you can revisit this. You can bookmark it, revisit it in a month, two months, three months, whenever because I think the energies play out on a much grander scale. I will just tell you straight off here, although I am planning to do a greater talk on this, I do kind of feel a lot of feminine energy around this. I mean, that's a no-brainer, right, when we've got a solar eclipse. But I've also had messages come through around Lilith, which has changed signs, and Selena, which is white moon. We talk a lot around black moon Lilith, there is White Moon Selena as well, and I've been working with that energy quite a bit too. But as I said, I will be talking about that in a later video. So there's a lot going on, and each of the videos that I post, each of the readings that I post, they are a piece of the puzzle. They are one perspective or one idea around this. So we're trying to go for a holistic with all of these aspects and perspectives that they come together. And you are a crucial part of that. So see how this plays out for you work with the energies that are presented but in this reading just to kind of reiterate i am going for a purely kind of intuitive what are the cards saying message rather than intellectualizing and, and bringing in the more astrology stuff although inevitably i end up doing that sometimes anyway because that's my process but the intention is to just give you the messages that come up in this thank you to everyone that likes shares subscribes you guys help the channel immensely when you do that a massive thank you and a shout out to everyone that makes a donation you guys really help to support the channel and i cannot thank you enough for that there is information in the description on how to make a donation or to book a reading with me that's all i think i want to say for this i love you guys 
let's get on with the reading hello my lovelies these are going to be the libra solar eclipse messages for aquarius i swear i've been struggling to remember that beginning bit because i want to say libra seasonals but we've already done those <coughs> anyway excuse me coughing straight away welcome welcome to your reading right let's have a look at what we've got going on i have finished shuffling on camera yes i have um right so there's a few things that stand out to me immediately the scythe came up twice right and and it's it's very similar to the ace of swords energy right but in the kind of like a clean sweep cutting it away swift get rid of it sever it right it's got that feel to it if you guys know me if you guys follow me um have followed me for a while sorry of course you, you know you're here but um sometimes i think we can focus too much on what needs to be cut away so i have my own philosophy around that and that's not to say cutting things out severing something is a bad thing right that's i mean if you're cutting something for growth and that's going to go with everything that i ever say right if you're trying to reduce something down to a certainty like you don't have to deal with it you don't have to change that kind of thing then don't sever it it's going to be straight up honest with you now if and that goes for anything like severing something ending something it's not good or bad right the practice of solving all of your problems like that is probably not the best idea but staying attached to something forever and never getting rid of it out of loyalty you got the dog here out of loyalty out of you know this kind of misguided sense of helping someone or they can't handle it right now that's not the greatest idea either so that's my kind of litmus test i'm kind of offering up to people to say that you know around you know whether it is good or bad for you because it will either open up to possibility for you or it will keep you stuck where you are now there's a few other if, we, if this is a tarot reading there are a few other kind of tarot cards um, energies that come up with this falling and with the dice over here there's you'll see when i get into it there's very much this energy of the fall the risk the leap right and it's you're mid-air at the moment if you've taken the leap you're mid-air so and, and let me actually let me just um back up a little bit on that statement this is as i said in the intro it's not just a, a one and done kind of like oh it's 14th of october and we're done with this energy this is going to play out this is the theme that we have for this next cycle coming in the way that i work you don't have to deal with it like that it's all good but that's how i've intended these so this is a theme that comes up here so you're going to have themes around jumping into things descending being in free fall having no control right not being able to reduce to a certainty opening up to a world of possibilities even if that means taking a leap of faith now the other tarot cards the ones the fall the other ones uh, that's uranus right the other one unsurprisingly is judgment judgment is the card that comes up and that's because there's elements of a rebirth now there's also a lot of leo energy in this and i think that's where we're kind of headed and you'll see that with this aquarius i, I wasn't going to do the astrology stuff but i do want to say this to you right so libra is the ninth house for aquarius and that's usually you know philosophy beliefs spiritual stuff you know all of that kind of stuff that we've got what we're learning what meanings that we ascribe to things all of that comes up under that ninth house heading but the north node's in our third house and so 
with that sense there could be a new way to discover what is truth there could be new truths that are coming out new things to seek but a lot i mean let's get practical let's get pragmatic for a moment with a third house north node and you know one of the reasons aquarius can be so outspoken and so direct is because our third house of communication is aries right who's more direct than aries that's our third house that's that's where we are the most direct so I want to I want to say this to you that a lot of this may, I mean you've got it here around communication what you share how you share what you have to say um, that may come up when I was um, getting the decks ready for um, for the let me see where did I put it when I was getting the deck ready for your reading I almost saved it then but I thought it's not fair and it will come out if it needs to come out which it didn't. Oh, hey, I mean, bloody hell. Maybe it was meant to come up because it's the card at the top. Literally, this is the card. This is the card that kind of made itself apparent nature communication. Um, so I might be a little cheeky and just read this one for you as well, because there is a lot coming up around it. It's almost implied in the message. So this one might make a little bit of sense as well, but I'll put that there on the side. Just because I think it sums up this. So maybe I'll read that at the end when we get to to this part. Um, this part of the, the, this column, I think, is summed up by this card. Right, let's begin with falling, though. And the keywords here are the unknown, descent, momentum, change. This is a very simple um, quote from Through the Looking Glass. And here it says, I wonder if I shall fall right through the earth. You ever felt like that? says you are presently experiencing a time of descent you are in between worlds yet to land sorry yet to land yet to know what will come next yet to feel the impact of the inevitable moment when your feet touch the earth again at present it is natural to feel doubt discouragement nerves and even fear you have leapt now you must fall soon you shall land but first comes the descent you have launched yourself into the unknown, taken a risk, dared to follow your instinct without the thought and consideration that would have seen you miss the chance that will come to you. But right now you are completely within the process of descent. You may have allowed yourself to let go of people, places, objects, roles or ways of being. Now it's talking about this as if you've already done this and some of you may already have done this. You know, we have got the scythe coming in, but the scythe also comes up here. So remember, I think this is, plays out even and if, you, if you think, oh, I've done it, right, I've already done this. Just be mindful that either the consequences of that will come to bear or there's more around this yet. This is not just because uh, there was I think it was a Libra that I was talking to about the Libra message. And they're like, oh, I've already do that. And I was thinking, yeah, OK, but no, right no there's there's more to all of these and so it's it's a good idea to keep it in mind it's an 18 it's an 18 month cycle roughly speaking right when the nodes go into the signs when the eclipses happen so we it's it's not one of those like i said one and done kind of messages we it takes a while for us to understand them or to work with the energy and that helps us to make it stick as well i think um so where was i but right now you are completely within the process of descent. You may have allowed yourself to let go of people, places, objects, roles or ways of being. It could be that a relationship, a type of career or the routine you once had is now in flux. Something has unraveled and you are moving into a different part of your destiny. A fall can be accompanied by dis disillusionment, 
a sense something is being broken, a shattering of beliefs and perspectives, that's ninth house, and the inability to know what will come next. You may wonder, just like Alice, whether you will fall right through the earth. In other words, will everything in your world end? Or you simply keep falling, falling with no end at all? It will end. There will be a new place and a fresh way of being to explore. For now, surrender to the descent sorry for now surrender to the descent into the passageway to the next life and isn't that like being in the birth canal right being born i mean that's the next line the fall is the moment before rebirth the best possible response is to relax into the fall observe and wonder at what is to come know that this was the only way through to the next stage of your evolution the entrance to your own wonderland there it there is no new discovery without dissent, without relinquishing some of who you were and relinquishing control, I would add to that. This is the way you will become who you are next meant to be. I'll read you both divination and reverse. So divination message, the in-between, the end of what once was, the letting go of who you were and rebirth into new life, into a new life. Unknown outcomes, complete immersion in the process of change. Do you see where judgment's coming in around this? Reversed. Holding on to what is no longer best for you. The fear of what comes next. Inability to surrender to the process of change. Wanting all to remain the same, even while change is taking place. So that's where we, it can be hard for us, right? It can be difficult for us when we've got that secondary energy. After. Let me keep this book to the side because I'm going to be using it again in a moment. Then over here, if you have a look, let me just point this out to you guys before we get into the card. If you have a look at this card, um, and that is a light beam coming down there. Um, there's three pictures in the background. They are all pictures of the strength card from different, um, what's this guy's name? Chiro Marchetti's um, decks. So you see three different pictures of strength cards in the back. And you see this person balancing this lady. Um on his back well i'm not umming so much so weird but the you don't see the jester's face you don't see the actual person who's doing the supporting and that's the key phrases for this card support bearing the weight of others there is a quote here by william shakespeare from timon of athens and it says tis not enough to help the feeble up but to support them after this card represents the offering of strength and assistance and bearing a burden on behalf of others Providing support can take many forms, moral, emotional, physical and financial. We can offer our shoulders to bear the weight or lend an ear to sheer grief. Here a jester offers his shoulders on which the girl can perform. He raises her up, allowing her to be the focus of the audience's attention. His subdued posture deliberately taking second place. His identity hidden, he provides an anonymous contribution. In the background are three tarot strength cards which serve as props and reaffirms this card's message. So we have that Leo energy, the strength cards there, the sun here, although the sun in this deck is a little different than in the tarot. But this, so you, you see, you hear that, right? Now, I think it's this and that. So part of this message is to be that friend. I said to someone yesterday, and I talked about this in the weekly Aquarian Insight, if you guys have listened to that, which is a whole new series that I'm doing. Um, it's the messages without the cards, right? It's all the stuff that I see is the Aquarian, the true Aquarian Insight. So I'm sharing it in that. 
but I said it in in that where I talked about the eleventh house and the where you know how Aquarius is always associated with groups and friendships and uh, organizations and communities and stuff that people that work together and stuff. Well, I'm saying we're taking that to the next level with group consciousness, global consciousness, not mass consciousness, not that we all believe the same thing, but we're going global, right? That's what that's how I, that's where Aquarius is meant to be. The whole of humanity, not just this is my little niche little group. And I get it. And I can do a whole talk on this if you're interested in finding out about it. But this is not to say, you know, other readers who don't have Aquarius energy or, you know, their sun is not at zero degrees Aquarius and Pluto's not been on their sun. I understand if they're talking about this is where I belong, this is where I don't belong, right? I get that. But the way, but my part in all of this is to see that the limitations of working in that way, the limitations of only being stuck on your own little group, your own little community, your own little whatever, um, and, and that's not to put it down. I have a community. I'm a member of other people's communities. Remember, we're adding on the stage, she says with the side card twice there. We're adding on the stage. So, and this comes under the purview of this support. Support. I haven't finished reading the card, by the way. The, this final bit that comes up is where I think we're being asked to include in all of this as well. Now, if you have been supporting a relationship, a group of friends, a community, whatever, whatever that dynamic is, and this is not to blame them. This is there's nothing wrong with those groups, people, friendships, whatever. It's to do with the support that you give. It's to do with the rebirth that you are going through, a change that you are going through, a strength that comes up. You know, talking about Leo and Aquarius, I remember the Leo King once said this about Aquarius that. And it kind of ties into this, right? What was that quote? Tis not enough to help the feeble up, but to support them after, right? It was well, kind of the opposite of that, where he said for Aquarius, Aquarius is about, Aquarius is, needs, what Aquarius needs to understand or what Aquarius does understand is, yes, you're the water bearer. Yes, you give your waters to that person, but you know that the next person waits and the next and the next and the next. We can't, even if someone says, hey, I want another glass. And it's sometimes you, the hardest part is knowing that you, it's not that you haven't given, you've given. It doesn't mean that you can't give to more than one person, but you you do one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. So you go through the whole of humanity in that sense. Everyone gets a cup of, whether they want it or not, right? Whether they spit it back in your face. So yes, what I just read, it is a part of that. That is a part of it. But here, this is also what has to be balanced. And it says, while the effort and gesture is a noble one, there are times where we should come out, where we should come out of the shadows and take credit for our contributions. You do not always have to settle for being second fiddle. Be careful not to allow others to take advantage of your generosity. Now, the, the key phrase there is be careful not to allow. Others cannot take advantage of our generosity unless we allow it. So there is that. I love this, right? So so we've got this of supporting, helping. That is being reevaluated. How we do that, you know, what that means to each and every single one of us, that is changing. And hopefully this reading will help shed some light on that. It's almost, you know, that Leo kind of six of wands or that, that being in the spotlight energy 
not for ego purposes and that's going to probably be the biggest battle i think with aquarius with north node in aries and you'll see that with nature communication um both in the ego be you know the ego's like you know if i say that no one's going to get me or no one's going to or i'm going to get stoned right or not you know whatever it is that comes up from sharing your ideas who you are speaking your truth whatever it means to be an aquarius whatever it means to you to be an aquarius but also i i mean that from the ego from the ego protecting us saying hey don't say it don't do it don't be it don't stick out right stay in the shadows just quietly keep helping people from the shadows or the other end of the spectrum where it is an ego statement even if it comes from insecurity but it's an ego statement to say oh no one's going to understand me you know i'm too different i'm too alien i see the world in a different way i do yeah you do but so does everyone else right and that's part of aquarius's job to see that uniqueness in every single person to highlight that uniqueness in every single person and one of the ways that you do that is by leading by example by stepping into by doing that showcasing whatever you are whoever you are and that's why the fool comes up the fool does it without agenda the fool isn't trying to make someone else look stupid the fool isn't trying the fool isn't doing anything the fool just is that's why the fool takes that leap it's a leap of my faith whatever i land in i'll be able to deal with it the fool is uranian energy and you know uranus is the ruler of aquarius so that is the thing it's not a weapon it's not trying to school anyone it's not trying to do anything it's because that is who you are that is what that is all you have to give the world is yourself and how you express yourself i made this statement earlier in the year when pluto entered aquarius or i started to realize this after aquarius season i think it was and as pluto was um getting ready to enter aquarius where i said you know it's not what aquarius has to share it's not the water in the the urn that is the issue it's how it is shared and, and that's the biggest deal i think that you know figuring that out but you'll see why i'm kind of going in those places right let's begin i did this for the others i read i'm not i might not do all of them if i get lost in the message so don't think i've missed any out if i don't read it it's just i'm not going to read them but each of these has a little phrase for you they speak to you the cards and i, I thought as i'm doing these separately that's one of the reasons i'm doing them this way so we can share that we can hear that what they have to say so we have scythe here we have it down here as well scythe there's a quote actually for this which is from ecclesiastes and it says to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the sun here's what the card has to say to you be careful i'm swift and sharp i cut through with precision with a sharp and clear vision i'm an accident a deep cut a break or sometimes a difficult decision that needs to be made i can bring good harvest or danger look at what i am cutting nearby it just might be your wage well we don't have any money cards around it so i'm not saying it can't be but hey in this reading at least that's not there i think this is might be a sharp tongue i think this might be decisions that need to get made especially around support you're willing to give what or you know what supports you and what doesn't what so what you're willing to support and what you're not willing to support now the other thing that i would say around this card coming up first and foremost especially here and here this makes sense to me right if 
uh, there's a very kind of Mars energy that I'm picking up around this sign. You'll see why in a moment. Um, so if we look at this as the, Mars's ninth house transit when Mars went through Libra, there may have been, this may have been where you've been weighing up things, making decisions, thinking about your place in relationships. You know, Aquarius, you have had, I wasn't going to do the astrology and it's still coming up. Um, it's the first one of the day. So I'm very much in that still making the astrological connect connections kind of way but that's what the reading speaks to it's the easiest way to convey it is you know you just had venus retrograde in your seventh house and if you listen to the weekly aquarian insight message then you know the next kill has to be yours you're waiting to be fed right you're a caged animal in a zoo and you're not you're all about freedom so you're free and that means the next kill has to be yours if that doesn't make sense and it sounds kind of graphic go listen to that video um you've had the relationship stuff right then you've had virgo season which is eighth house you know boundaries all of that wonderful stuff then you've had mars going through your ninth house and and now you've got mars going into your tenth and that's your so that's why this public kind of energy that this very exposed public energy comes up here so we see this side as mars you know because mars is the scalpel it's precision it's cutting away it's the the cut that we make so that you were coming in with this now what is this what, what what does this show um down here well we have dice here and i'll tell you what this is this is not so much cutting off or to get rid of something i think this is cutting ourselves loose that's what i see this as you'll see why because 39 is dice let's read it this is what the dice have to say to you i'm the risk the gamble you choose to take i'm the uncertain and the leap of faith do you see a theme coming up with falling in this right i offer the promise of future change possibly negative cards to my right will foretell ill fate but positive cards will bring about a happy state are you feeling lucky well are you it doesn't matter if we are or not this is this is where and you might do it around this eclipse solar eclipse it, you might have already done it if you're doubting yourself don't worry you, you you're finding out now in this period that's coming up but we've got this with the scythe and dice coming up this feels like cutting loose you know almost letting if you believe like god source spirit universe whatever i'm taken i'm taken the fool going over the side of the cliff it's just that feeling it, it is not with a plan it's not with a oh i want this to happen it's it's in service to freedom right it's in service to being loose to ending up somewhere else for having a different future um for there to be a, a change now this this card shows up i'll pick these ones at the bottom from a different deck to kind of say how does this get embodied it gets embodied in a choice that's a choice card sometimes it's crossroads in some of these decks but there are difficult choices to make but i would ask you to make them from that perspective of what frees me what liberates me not about what tethers me right it's what you it's how you maneuver how you move and what you do and i know i've read for so many aquarians right part of this i know and you'll see how yours have seen it coming up for you in some ways 
for some of you, you've started to talk about topics that you would never have talked about. For others of you, it's the time, effort and energy that you spend on people. Not because anyone's bad, not because you've had a fight with anyone, not because anyone's a problem. It's just because you are freeing yourself up, freeing up your time to do other things that matter to you. So there is something around this, a, a thing about what you are choosing, what you are leaping into, how you are choosing to leap into things, even if you don't know. But that choice card can be an illusion. That's why I'm saying it's a how, because when you choose something, it, it's saying, oh, okay, I'm going to pick this or that. Very kind of material, practical, physical. And I'm not saying you can't do that, but that's not the theme of this. Not with falling and with the dice coming up there. This is more, I'm going to not spend so much time, effort and energy with these people, places, things, whatever it may be, so that I can be free to do, even if I don't know what it is. So that I'm making room in my life for, even if I don't know what it is. So there's that kind of energy coming up. Now, here's the thing, right? So we're coming in with that kind of energy. Look at where we kind of are now. It's right running straight down the middle. There is something so public and in the spotlight around this. Now, I don't mean that you do what I do, right? So you, you may have a channel, you may not. You may be well known in your business, in your career, right? Where you are. So public is to do with that. You may be deciding to start posting more on social media, right? You're just, you've, you've got a family, you've got a job, you've got whatever. And it's like, oh, I, I want to start, I want to start blogging or vlogging or posting on social media or whatever it is that the cool kids do these days, right? But there's something very public about this, very exposed, very out there, very seen. So this is coming out of the shadows, which is why I emphasised the end part of it. I think it is the integration of both of the energies that were shown in this that, that now come into play. But the scythe comes up here again. So you may look reckless. You may look like a person without a plan. You don't have a plan, so that's cool, right? Um, well, some of you might have a plan. But even they, it, it may be a plan that nobody else understands. So we've got this side at the bottom. So how how does this embody, right? And this is this is more progressed than this. This is in one place. You know, we're freeing ourselves too. So we have better choices. So we have more possibilities. That thing I keep saying, right? Expanding, um, expanding into the realm of possibilities or um, retracting and narrowing, reducing down to a certainty. There's no reducing down to a certainty in this. There's opening up. This is... If the, the parachute's just stuck, you just cut yourself out of it. If this is that descent. You're free to do something. So where does, and I'm going to read these to you, but where does the, how does this come about as the scythe, as what needs to be severed, as very short, sharp, quick decisions? I mean, that sounds like North Node in Aries and Third House to me, but hey, let's have a look. So I'll read you the sun, and this is what the sun says. The sun says, I am success, hear me roar. So you've got that Leo element coming in again. I control your ego and charisma. I boost your confidence and courage. I bring victory and glory 
but be careful not to get too cocky or you will be burned by arrogance like Icarus. Somebody else got this. I don't remember who it was, though. I think it was in the same place as well. So here's the thing that I will say around this, that, you know, that whole thing of ego. And I, I get this. Sometimes we use that notion of I don't want to look like a big head. I don't want to look like an ego. I mean, Leo's do it all the time, right? Aquarius do it too. I don't want to make other people stupid. I hear that a lot from Aquarians. Um, but this is about being seen. This is about going out. As I mean, I don't even need to belabor it. Let's just go straight to the park that comes up next. Here's what Park says. When you are going to a party, a concert or a business meeting, I'm sure to show up in your reading. You will find me in a reunion or a retreat, a riot or a picnic. I like crowds and public events. So naturally, I'm good with all your networking intents. So think there's an emphasis here with the, the 11th house. There's an emphasis here. I mean, that's Sagittarius energy. Maybe it will become more apparent when we're in Sagittarius season. But there is an emphasis here on who you are, Aquarius, and how you're choosing to show up. And so then in this sense, when this comes up, especially with the sun up here and the ego stuff, your identity may change publicly. Now, hey, here's just um, a little bit of extra information. I have Uranus in my 10th house, right? And anyone that has Uranus in the 10th, they it can be you can be you can be famous not saying it to every single person there's plenty of people that have there's plenty of like nobodies that we don't have anything right uh, um nobody knows us and we have uranus in the 10th but you can be not just famous but also infamous right it's not always like hey it's the, the fame and the whatever you can be become infamous for your ideas for however you show up in your career, it doesn't have to be just publicly to the world. It can just be in your career, in your field that you work in. So this could be you severing an identity of yours. Now, I believe all of this is to do around communication. Yes, we talked about um, supporting other people and, you know, bearing the load, as it were. But you'll see why I say this. So over here, we have the dog. And I, I love the dog. I mean, look at him. So cute, right? Um, the dog card, as you would think, it's friendship. It's loyalty. It's about having good friends. It's about being a good friend. And this is what it says. Loyalty and friendship is what I stand for. I am protection and trust, support and reliance. When negative cards are around, make sure to take a closer look. I could be your counsellor, your pet or your best friend. Now, there's a thing around friends and friendship. I think Scorpio got this here as well. There's a thing around being a friend and calling people friends. Sometimes we can be a good friend to others and they aren't to us, right? Or somebody is a really great friend to us, but we're not really that great friend to them. You know, there's it happens. That's human nature. Those are human interactions. Just because you know, you have an Aquarius sun or rising for whatever reason you're watching this, it doesn't mean you have a monopoly or that, you know, potentially you have the ability to master friendship, but it doesn't mean you're born having done that. It's there's things that we get better at it the more we go through life. We, you know, the more we practice it. Now, 
if we're looking at this right so severing stuff doing this and i've this is what i started talking about before and i went off on a tangent and didn't finish it but i'll come back to it is i was saying this to someone yesterday about the 11th house energy and how and aquarius and how we're going beyond the groups organizations and all the rest of it i said that thing that i said about being friends with the world and and you know global stuff and i said i said that i said you know it's about i think it's about being a friend to the world and the person said to me you know the 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 their well their actual words were you know the world's pretty fucked up at the moment and i said yes exactly and i think it's because they need friends i think because everyone needs a friend right now because we're not friends with each other so that's a very big scale that i take this on and that's kind of the plate the way that i tend to look at things collectively at the moment but for you personally this is a, i mean it's the same difference it has to play out on a personal level if it's to play out collectively think about the things that you talk about there's a social media energy that comes up in this with birds coming up this can be twitter social media it's got that kind of an energy to it this can sometimes indicate couples um in this deck i mean i don't see it in in the others but in this deck they make that distinction which fair enough but with dog coming up it's about communication what do we talk about i'm going to read this in a second because i think it covers it covers this right at the the bottom there i'll read you the keywords from the book that goes with with that card i like to do that for that end one so that's letter and so we've got communication in both forms here the key words to go with letter which is a document a message it's again it's some form of communication now here's the thing i should say that <coughs> excuse me in this in the lenormand there are different forms of communication different forms something that you I was watching trigonometry. I'm going to go off on a tangent now. I was watching trigonometry, if anyone watches it. And they were talking, I haven't watched it in a while because I've kind of, I don't really, I'm not really interested in a lot of that kind of stuff these days. But they were talking to Lawrence Fox, who, if you're in the UK, you know the whole hoo ha that happened around him being suspended from GB News and all the rest of it. And one of the points that one of the presenters made, Constantine, he made this, an, I, you guys know, because I've talked about this and I'm 100% believe in what he said. And I said, yes, that's the point I'm always trying to make. Is he said, is part of the problem that we try to talk about really important, nuanced, complex issues in a six minute segment where we just want to get views and clicks and do all the rest of it, right? Is that the problem that we are trying to talk, have these, reduce it down to a six minute segment on a, on a, a news channel about something that's nuanced and complex instead of sitting down and having a one hour two hour longer form conversation about it so that is a point to remember because this can be a tweet this can be a social media post this can be a, a conversation a brief conversation that we have a letter would be different and then the, another, you haven't got it here, but another one is the a book that comes up, which would be that this, the, you know, that's much deeper. To read a book is much deeper. So there's different ways to communicate. There's different, 
I don't want to say lengths of time, but formats or mediums like to 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 communicate in, that is as much to remember. If you are committed to unpacking, you know, more nuanced, complex kind of, you know, understanding the complexity of situations, then you may have to, as, as I have, you know, forego social media. You may think that's not for me. I can, yeah, maybe post little clips here and there to get people's attention, but it does not do justice to my ideas or my work or who I am. Now, that's speaking from where where I am and what I do, but think about it from a personal level. If there's something important that you have to talk to someone about in your life, sending a text message is probably not the, the right response. Yes, you may be able to do it on a phone conversation, right? Maybe you can sit and have a phone conversation, great. Or maybe you could meet up and go out for dinner and sit down and, ha and really discuss it or go over it. So that is just as important, not just the message, not just what is communicated, not just who you're communicating with, but what amount of time are you giving to this? So that's the thing I would say, but let me read you the keywords around this. And it says written communications, mail, documents, letters, reprieve, license, certificate, newspaper or magazine, newsletter, will, written evidence, brief, results, bureaucracy, advertising, computer files, official records, announcements, memos, phone messaging, text, manuscripts, papers, files, flyer, leaflet, mailing list, information, reminders, sticky notes, notebook, invitation, blog, there you go, title deed, fax, a single card, data, a single card, okay. So consider that what I said, now you'll understand why I pulled this out and I really do think this was part of the, the message for Aquarius and we will end on this, sorry yours has gone on a bit longer than I had intended but I just want to share this last one. I think it sums up the reading. Uh, so 37, communica nature communication, flower energies, fairy energies, elemental messengers. And here's the, the quote from Through the Looking Glass. Oh, tiger lily, said Alice, addressing herself to one that was waving gracefully about in the wind. I wish you could talk. We can talk, said the tiger lily, when there's anybody worth talking to. With this card, Alice thinks that because the flowers are well, flowers, that they cannot speak, reason or communicate. They are not like her and therefore she thinks they cannot ever understand or connect with her. There's that kind of, you know, no one's like me, I'm the alien, I'm different or no one's going to understand me so we don't say anything. Right? So Alice assumes the same applies in the opposite direction but to her surprise, the flowers in the world through the looking glass can speak and they are very critical, very picky and very aware of their choices. While they also make assumptions, thinking Alice to be a fl flower like them, yet unlike them, they reveal that most of the time they do not speak because they feel there simply isn't anybody worth talking to. Alice then realises the flowers have recognised her as someone worth talking to, perhaps because she has praised their beauty and simply wished to be able to communicate. She also has humility and a desire to understand. When this card comes to you, do not make assumptions about people. Sorry, do not make assumptions about people, creatures or beings who seem too different for you to communicate with. 
There is always a way to bridge the gap between us. If you request for these beings to speak with you and stay open to that possibility, there will be communication. This is especially important when working with the plant kingdom, excuse me, trees and flowers, elementals and fairy energy. Be a person worth communicating with. Open your heart and mind and express your desire. In that way, new bonds and cords of understanding can grow between the human world and the wonders all about us. Divination message. You are being asked not to make assumptions. Be open to possibilities that seem to be outside rational expectation. Attempts to communicate with beings from other realms, within nature, spiritual planes or even just humans. It is thought there is no chance of speaking to or being understood by. Be open and express the desire for communication. Be more lateral and less literal about the ways communication can take place. Be a being worth communicating with. This will go far. Reversed. Stubbornness. Refusing to approach language from a different perspective. Assuming signs and communication must fit in with your own. Assuming things about other beings without really tuning in. Refusing to expand your capacity for understanding. Now, that's what I kind of get here. And here's what I think. That Let's go back to the side for a moment. That's why I went to read this. That's why I think this side is cutting yourself free. Cutting yourself free to let, roll the dice. To say who you are. Right? The freedom to speak. The freedom to be. And that comes from you. Which means we sever ourselves from our attachment to a certain identity, attachment to a certain way of speaking, a certain way of doing whatever. Like we show up from where we are. A lot of this year, I'll just be completely honest with you guys, Aquarius, that, and I, I'm glad, I'm in a much better place with it now, but how it kind of started for me, I'd say a few months ago, was this whole thing of the way I like to communicate is you you express whatever you have to express i will express whatever i have to express sometimes there's an intermingling between the two that really depends on the two people if they're willing to do that you know to see, find a middle ground or it will just be the two points of view perspectives ideas or whatever and what i started to realize is sometimes there were i was having problems communicating with certain people there's not that's not not a statement on them a complete statement on how it revealed to me my own communication style which is i want you to bring yourself and so but i kept dealing and there was a, at least a couple of people that I can really point out around this that i had these dynamics with who needed my understanding or my confession that i do not understand with thus making the whole thing about themselves from my perspective i don't think they felt that i think they felt that you know, we were not talking about the same thing. And, you know, so they have a whole different style of communicating. So we do have different communication styles. But first and foremost, I can't get caught up in what that's going to happen. I have to speak from where I am. I have to be free, scythe, scythe, free, not tethered, um, unabandoned, all of this kind of stuff comes up to say and communicate from where I am, to speak truth the way that I see it. Then we'll find a way I had to integrate your truth and my truth. But we stop picking apart each other's truths. Sorry, not interested. Not we're out the gate. Not censoring what someone else says. Not trying to police and determine and, you know, give a thing of like, you need to speak this way. 
no that doesn't work and that that's a, one of the things if I, I will say from 2023 that became very clear to me from 2023 that is one of my lessons of this year that you know censorship goes beyond uh, we self-censor that's kind of showed this no point talking about person they won't understand or we try to censor each other and there can be really picky ways of doing this you know you can be the grammar please so don't use that word i don't use this and i've done all of these that's how i know this i recognize it oh god all right so that was a little longer than i uh, anticipated but be aware of these themes hopefully you'll work with them i hope they make sense to you i'd love to hear either at the beginning like, you know if it's something coming up for you now something comes up for you for a month whenever come and leave as many comments as you want but i would love to know how you get on with this but there you go my lovelies i love you guys very much i will see you next time but that's all for now goodbye